Section 9 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 9. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 9, Section 9. The Passing of the Fairies and the Partner's Tale by Geoffrey Chaucer. The Passing of the Fairies from the Wife of Bath's Tale In the olden days of the King Arthur, of which the Britons speak in great honour, always this land fulfilled of fairy. The elf queen with her jolly company danced full oft in many a green mead. This was the old opinion, as I read. I speak of many hundred years ago, but now can no man see none elves mow. For now the great charity and prayers of limitors and other holy frères that search in every land and every stream as thick as motes in the sunbeam blessing halls chambers kitchens bowers cities boroughs castles high towers thorps barns sheep-pens dairies this making that there be no fairies for there is wont to walk and was an elf there walken now the limitor himself and under melees and in more winnings and saith his matins and his holy things as he goeth in his limitation women may go now safely up and down in every bush and under every tree there is none other incubus but he the partner's tale in flanders will whom was a company of young folk that haunted in folly as riot hazard stews and taverns whereas with harps lutes and gitterns they dance and play at dice both day and night and eat also and drinketh or ere might through which they do the devil sacrifice within the devil's temple and cursed wise by superfluity abominable here oaths be so great and so damnable that it is grisly for to hear him swear our blessed lord's body they to tear hem thought jews rent him not enough and each at him at others sin thoff and right anon then comin tombesteris fetus and small and young frutisteris singers with harps bawds waferers which be the very devil's officers to kindle and blow the fire of lechery that is annexed unto gluttony these riotors three of which i tell long erst ere prime rung of any bell were set him in a tavern for to drink and as they sat they heard a bell clink before a corpse was carried to his grave that one of them gan call unto his knave go bet quoth he and ask readily what corpse is this that patheth here forby and look that thou report his name well sir quoth this boy it needeth nether a dell it was told ere ye came here two hours he was party an old fellow of yours and suddenly he was slain to-night for drunk as he sat on his bench upright there came a privy thief men cleppeth death that in this country all the people slayeth and with his spear he smote his heart too, and went his way without in words more he hath a thousand slain this pestilence and master ere ye come in his presence methinketh that it were necessary for to beware of such an adversary 
be ready for to meet him evermore thus taught me my dame i say no more by saint mary said this taverner the child saith sooth for he hath slain this year hence over a mile within a great village both man and woman child and hind and page i trow his habitation be there to be advised great wisdom it were ere that he did a man a dishonour yea god's arms quoth this riotour is it such peril with him for to meet i shall him seek by way and eke by street i make a vow to god's digny bones hearkeneth fellows we three be all ones let each of us hold up his hand till other and each of us become an other's brother and we shall slay this false traitor death he shall be slain which that so many slayeth by god's dignity ere it be night together have these three here truth's plight to live and deem each of them for other as though he were his own eborin brother and up they start all drunken in this rage and forth they go towards that village of which the taverner had spoken before and many a grisly oath then have they sworn in christ's blessed body they to rent death shall be dead if that they may him hent when they have gone not fully half a mile right as they would have trodden over a stile an old man and the poor with him met this old man full meekly him greet and saith thus now lords god you see the proudest of these riotors three answered again what carl with sorry grace why art thou all forwrapped save thy face why livest thou so long in so great age this old man gan look on his visage and said thus for i need cannot find a man though that i walked into ind neither in city nor in village that would change his youth from mine age and therefore mote i have mine age still as long time as it is god's will nay death alas nay will not have my life thus walk i like a restless caitiff and on the ground which is my mother's gate i knock with my staff both early and late and saying leaf mother let me in lo how i vanish flesh and blood and skin alas when shall my bones be at rest mother with you would i change in my chest that in my chamber long time hath be yea for an air clout to wrap me and yet to me she will not do that grace for which full pale and welt is my face but sirs to you it is no courtesy to speak unto an old man villainy but he trespass in word or else in deed and holy writ ye may yourselves well read against an old man whore upon his head ye should arise wherefore i give you red nay do unto an old man none harm now no more than ye would men did to you in age if that ye so long abide and god be with you where ye go or ride i mote go thither as i have to go nay old churl by god thou shalt not so said this other hazador anon thou partest not so lightly by st john thou spake right now of thilk traitor death that in this country all our friends slayeth have here my truth as thou art his a spy tell me where he is or thou shalt it abide by god and by the holy sacrament 
forsoothly thou art one of his assent to slay us young folk thou false thief now sirs quoth he if that you be so lief to find in death turn up this crooked way for in that grove i left him by my fay under a tree and there he will abide not for your boast he will him nothing hide see ye that oak right there ye shall find him god save you that bought again mankind and you amend thus said this old man and ever reach of these riotors ran till he came to that tree and there they found a florins fine of gold coined round well nigh an eight bushels as em thought no longer than after death they sought but each of em so glad was of that sight for that the florins be so fair and bright that down they set him by this precious hoard the worst of em he spoke the first word brethren quote he take keep what i say my wit is great though i bore it in play this treasure hath fortune unto us given in mirth and jollity our life to live in and lightly as it cometh so will we spend hey god's precious dignity who wend to-day that we should have so fair a grace but might this gold be carried from this place home to mine house or else unto yours for well ye wot that all this gold is ours then were we in high felicity but truly by day it may not be men wouldn't say that we were thieves strong and for our own treasure do us harm this treasure must carried be by night as wisely and as slyly as it might wherefore i read that cut among us all be drawn and let us see where the cut will fall and he that hath the cut with heart blithe shall rennie to the town and that full swift and bring us bread and wine full privily and two of us shall keep and subtly this treasure well and if he will not tarry when it is night we will this treasure carry by one assent whereas us thinkest best that one of hem that cut brought in his fist and bade him draw and look where it will fall and it fell on the youngest of them all and forth toward the town he went anon and also soon as that he was agone that one of them spake thus unto the other thou knowest well thou art my sworn brother thy prophet will i tell in thee anon thou wast well that our fellow is agone and here is gold and that full plenty that shall depart it be among us three and nath less if i can shape it so that it departed were among us two had i not done a friend's turn to thee the other answered i note how that may be he wot how that the gold is with us tway what shall we do what shall we to him say shall it be counsel said the first shrew and i shall tell in thee in words few what we shall do and bring it well about i grant quoth the other out of doubt that by my truth i shall thee not bewray now quoth the first thou wast well we be tway and two of us shall stranger be than one look when that he is set thou right anon arise as though thou wouldest with him play and i shall rive him through these sides tway while that thou strugglest with him as in game and with thy dagger look thou do the same and then shall all this gold departed be my dear friend betwixt me and thee then may we both our lusts all fulfil and play at dice right at our own will and thus accord it be these shrews tway 
and slay the third as ye have heard me say this youngest which that went unto the town full oft and hard he rolleth up and down the beauty of these florins new and bright o lord quoth he if so were that i might have all this treasure to myself alone there is no man that liveth under the throne of god that should live so merry as i and the last the fiend or enemy put in his thought that he should poison bay with which he might slay his fellows tway for why the fiend found him in such living that he had leave him to sorrow bring for this was utterly his full intent to slay him both and never to repent and forth he goeth no longer would he tarry into the town unto apothecary and prayed him that he him would sell some poison that he might his rats quell and eke there was a polecat in his hall that as he said his capons had he slaw in fain he would wreak him if he might on vermin that destroyed him by night the apothecary answered and thou shalt have a thing that also god my soul save in all this world there is no creature that eaten or drunk hath of this confecture naught but the mountains of a corn of wheat that he nay shall his life anon forleet yea sterve he shall and that in less while than thou wilt go apace not but a mile this poison is so strong and violent this cursed man hath in his hand yent this poison in a box and sithy ran and to the next street unto a man and borrowed of him large bottles three and in the two his poison poured he the third he kept clean for his own drink for all the night he shope him for to swink and carrying the gold out of that place and when this riotor with sorry grace had filled with wine his great bottles three to his fellows again repareth he what needeth it to sermon of it more for right as they had cast his death before right so they have him slain and that anon and when that this was done thus spoke the one now let us sit and drink and make us merry and afterward we will his body bury and with that word it happed him par cause to take the bottle there the poison was and drank and gave his fellow drink also for which anon they storven both two but certes i suppose that avison wrote never in no canon and in no fen more wondrous signs of empoisoning than had these wretches too ere here ending thus ended be these homicides too and eke the false empoisoner also end of section nine